going to be that source for folks to come and listen to your voice and listen to what you're saying. You have that responsibility to at least keep them grounded in some type of fact, unless you you put that disclaimer that this is not fact. This is all opinion. Uh, yeah, this, but it's, 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 this is for entertainment purposes. If you go to your news, go to Drink Champs for your news. That's 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 worse than going to Three Brothers. Like this dude is high and drunk the whole show. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-host, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, you know what to do. Man, have y'all seen the trailers to Creed 3? Yes. Uh, I, I want to buy my ticket already. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, bro. It looks so good. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited about that. What, what was it? Yeah, you, you, It went over my head, Buff, but it was Killmonger versus... Um, <laughs> what's oh, his yeah, name? Oh, yeah, Killmonger um, versus Kane, Kane the Conqueror. Kane, <laughs> Kane the Conqueror. <laughs> yeah. Bro, they almost made Pretty me go nice. to the gym, bro. I, I feel like I was going to... Show up to the. I want to show up to the debut, to the the on Swole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cosplay that. So man, that was, it, it looks so good. I'm, I'm excited for that one, man. Uh, y'all know Black Adam drops this weekend. Uh, the reviews are not looking too good for The Rock and and that, but it's a DC movie, so I wasn't expecting much more than about a five or a six on a review. So. Um, We'll see how it goes. I, I got tickets for it on tomorrow, so I will let y'all know as soon as it uh, as soon as I get back. I will try to stay spoiler free, but I'll let you know if it sucks or not. Oh no, I'm I'm just gonna assume it's gonna suck. I mean, DC is gonna DC it. So, but the Rock been talking cash like he he's a second coming of whatever behind this movie, and I was. I was kind of worried because maybe he's never seen a DC movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's been attached to it for so long, man. He's been holding out for it. He he knew what he wanted to play, um, but it just I'm I'm not excited for him. There, I think they're restructuring the DC universe around him and around that like this movie, but I still don't think it's gonna work. Um, they just need to reset everything, man. But uh, there's a post they they leaked the post credit scene. Uh, and so Cable is back as Superman. Hey, it's leaked. It's out on the internet. But that doesn't mean people have watched it. Just like like a show can release today, and because it's available, doesn't mean you go watch it. It's a post credit scene though, so it don't really matter. Yeah. It's not. It has nothing to do with the movie. Buff, what say ye? Is that uh, a spoiler? That, that's a that, that that's a shame too. Um, it wasn't really a spoiler, but. He's, he always stops you just in time. Thank you. He stops you just in time. But then you kind of no, went. It was, you, it was about to be a spoiler, though, yeah, right? Yeah, because you mentioned Superman, so you was about to go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. A, it's a shame, too, because Marvel is no longer killing it. So it's like a perfect opportunity for DC to get back in the race, and they just can't get their footing. Yeah, I just saw that the, the director for She Hulk wants to create is pushing for a movie. With um, what was her assistant's name? Madeline. Madeline. Yeah, she's like Madeline. She get her own movie. I, I no. Uh, I know. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> so the fan I, favorite. She she get her own movie. No. No, like maybe that, a couple that's, of shorts that's like with, Andor and all these movies that people they're just like they're trying to milk the universes now. Like nobody cares about that. Like we don't want to see that. I. You know what I want to see? I want to see those two stormtroopers that were making jokes in um in the Mandalorian. That's what I want to see. I want to see like a buddy, the office type thing in the Star Wars universe. That would be funny. That might be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got off yeah. topic somehow. Or I, maybe I, I, I don't even know where we started, but it, it, it is what it is. That's what happens. So but that's all I got, man. I, I really didn't have much for t- this week. Buff, what you got for us? Uh, uh, speaking of movies, uh, every year periodically I see people post um, 
that scene from Final Destination, the opening scene with the, the logs on the truck, Final Destination 2, with the logs on the truck and how they say, since seeing that movie, they are afraid to ride behind a truck like that. And it made me like go back and just watch the opening scene. I think that is arguably the most intense opening scene in movie history. One of, because especially if you saw Final De- Destination 1 and you know the type of what type of movie it is. So on part two, that opening scene, you know it's about to happen. And like the whole time you're just waiting for the it to happen. And the way they shot that opening scene, it's real dope. Like how they like key it, like which car is it? Which car is it? And then they finally show the truck and it's like, what's gonna happen? It's like, go back and watch it if you haven't watched it in a few years. That is an intense scene. Probably one of the most intense in movie history. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything more graphic than that. Or not, not even not even graphic, though. It's like it's it's, just, you're on the edge yeah. of your seat. Like, when is it about to pop <laughs> off? Like, but when it happened. Because they show each character. When that, like, when that log show... come through that window. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot how graphic that was. I was like, oh, okay. oh, 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 <laughs> yeah. oh my <laughs> And like. So the, they didn't the, let the you down. Is, the, no, the, the road is partially slick. Everybody's driving at a high speed or rate. You know what I mean? It's like. When is it gonna happen? When it's like it's intense, oh, yeah. man. So I just I don't know. I just threw when that out there. That water bottle like slides up sometimes. under. Final destination. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That whole series made made probably is not a it's not a horror film. It's just the the intensity of it and the realization of like this shit really could be going on for real. Like, it made you th- rethink everything. Um, I can't remember which one had, like, the bus scene. It was like, uh... That was, was part that one? one. That was part one, yeah. I can't even remember what it was. Mm-hmm. That was part one. So, we went to go see a freshman year in college. Fam, you. Nobody has a car. Guess what we took? Oh, no. A <laughs> bus. <laughs> Nick, that was the most... <laughs> Like that, we like we might have to walk, dog. Like it, we, we second guessed everything, bro. It was just I just remember how we're sitting there watching when that when that happened. We're sitting there looking at each other like, oh, are we taking the bus back? And now it's you know that movie was just those are always the worst ones, the ones that are aren't so far far fetched. You know yeah. that the whole saw all that stuff. But Final Destination, I stopped watching it. I'm like, mm, I'm good. Well, we already know what's going on. As with everything, they yeah, got they, 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 they got, got carried kind of away with outlandish. But the first three, the first three, but I like, don't even think like, like it was so predictable. It's more so like, nah. What I mean, I know what's going to happen. Is it's going to mess me up? Oh, <laughs> by that, I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, no, so. it, was, it was it was just like like Buff said. I think the first three was like good, and then after that, it started getting so outlandish. I, I think they started going kind of over the top where. It yeah. wasn't believable anymore. It's like oh, I stopped after yeah. probably two or three. So that that's like, that's the, when yeah you gotta stop. It's like Hellraiser. Did y'all know there's like nine Hellraisers? I think I only seen the first one. What? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, um, I caught. I was just kind of diving in the DVD bins, and I caught like the entire Hellraiser collection, and it was like nine of them on it. I was like, oh my god! But they do have the uh, the reboot. And I still haven't seen that yet. I need to check that out. That might be what I check out this weekend. Matter of fact. Okay, uh, that, that's that's good. Buff, you got anything else for us? That's it. That's all I got. You were mentioning Chappelle, and oh yeah, I'm well. I'm 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 mad at that. Chappelle and Chris Rock, uh, they did like a surprise uh, combination set in New York a couple of months ago. So now they're doing like a two week set. From December 1st to December 14th, but it's only in Arizona and California. I don't see how that's fair. Like, the whole nation should be privy to that. So, right. Hopefully, right. hopefully, at least they Are turn they it into a, a Net- special. At least, yeah. Hopefully, they turn it into a, a Netflix special. That'd be <laughs> dope. So, yeah, we'll yeah. Take my money right now. Well, I don't have much. I mean, I'm just out here. <clears throat> 
wondering how midterms are going to turn out in the next few weeks. Wondering what's going to happen with Trump and everything's going on with the January 6th uh, trial and him still making a push for 2024 run. I don't even, Buff, how does that work? Wait, what do you mean? Like, we have somebody basically on trial for, about to be on trial for, I don't even, he, I, 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 treason? Unless he, I don't, I don't is, know, what, what is it? Is it treason? I don't, it's not going to be treason. I think the, the, the case that, the charges that seem to have the most teeth are the ones in Georgia. And that's with, uh, I guess it's like election tampering or something like that because he tried to coerce the secretary mm-hmm. of state there. So that's the one that seems to have the most legs on it. Uh, I know he's also being investigated in New York as well for similar charges, but people seem to think, uh, like I told you guys, I went to that, that gala last month in New York and I was around some judicious people and they seem to think Georgia is where it's at. So we'll see. And uh, his former lightweight homeboy, Pence. But don't bet on it. Don't bet on it. Though. Pence is uh, slowly. So like he's separating himself too. And I think he's going to try to put his hat in the, the ring as well. Come 2024. So that's going to be interesting. He shouldn't. He doesn't have to wait for it. Um, I, I don't think he has the pull. He wouldn't get the nod. Um, I'm worried about Herschel Walker. Well, that's what I'm worried about, and that Senate seat. So we'll see how that happens. Because that dude is. <laughs> oh, but man. after Trump, after Trump, why not run? You know, like why? You know, OJ might as well um, run. Like it just. <laughs> Early voting has begun in Georgia, and he's lost some ground after the whole abortion news broke. So Warnock is caught up in the polls, but we'll see if it's enough. We'll see. It's close. It's very close. Yeah. If the president or former president can grab him by the pussy, what's an abortion? <laughs> yeah, Republicans want that seat. And, you know, it's a midterm, so historically low turnout in those areas that vote Democrat. So again, we always talk about it. Midterms are coming up or midterms are here. So make sure you go out and you vote people. Make sure you know friends, all our listeners, reach out to somebody, make sure they go vote, go vote. Uh, you need to, because this, this country. And last <laughs> thing is, um, I guess the early registration for the student loan forgiveness went out last weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you haven't applied, please go apply. We don't know if this is ever going to happen again. Get that money while you can. I don't care what people are going to say. They're going to talk their noise and all this stuff. And then even, you know, I want to say, was it a lawyer out of Virginia that tried to reverse it? Because, uh, almost call it unconstitutional because they're being at first they thought they were being forced to eliminate the loans and then that whatever state they were in was saying they were going to tax the student loan forgiveness as income and it said it's going to put them in a higher tax bracket and mess up everything for them so he'd just rather pay his student loans um that's well that's up to him yeah but I think he was saying at first that he thought he was forced to be forced. They, we, he was being forced to have them forgiven for go forgave, forgave, given. For, yeah. 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 So <laughs> that was interesting. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. I know Sophie's sleep. She's up. She's actually up. So I'll let y'all have y'all time and get Sophie on since y'all don't like my jokes. That's cool. That's cool. It's all right. Hold on. Is that when you flew out to Tuscaloosa? Uh, we drove. Oh, my bad. You were yeah. chauffeured to Tuscaloosa? No, Haley drove me and we got McDonald's. <laughs> you got McDonald's? It's Sh- delicious. And nutritious. <laughs> no, it's not nutritious, but it is delicious. What do you get from McDonald's? I got fries. Uh-huh. 
chicken nuggets and a McFlurry. Okay, and what what, what dipping sauce do you with your fries? I mean your uh, Barbe- nuggets. Tangy barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> All right, I heard you have a joke for us today. Yes, yes, I do. Okay, like every week. <laughs> like every week, we we ask yes. for it every week. But sometimes your dad tries to hide you from us. You took me away. That was all you. Yeah. Well, you, you must find the joke. We lost it. We lost it. <laughs> so what if I can't spell Armageddon? It's not the end of the world. <laughs> Touche. Yes, it's a very Touché. well-written argument. <laughs> yes, very well written. I'm proud of you. Thank you, thank you. All right. Love Goodbye. you, baby. I bid I you adieu. Love you all. I will be love back. Love you all. Who's all up right. first today? I don't know who wants to go. Buff. Did you go? When was the last time you went first? Not sure. I go. I go. Um. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I go first. Um. Want to ask you two brothers real quick? It's a question that I actually got from Drink Champs, who I uh, fell a little sour on them lately due to their interview, even though they've finally deleted it and stuff. And he did apologize, but. I think he apologized because he don't want to be a part of that lawsuit, $250 million. But anyway, uh, it's a question that they, I think they ask their guests every episode and I want to ask it to you guys. Loyalty or respect and why? Whew. That's that's a hard one. I, I'm i going to say loyalty for me. Um you don't have to respect me or or I don't need respect from everybody, but I do need loyal people in my corner um, when times get hard because I've seen a lot of people that have respect and as soon as it hits the fan or as soon as things don't go their way, people disappear, right? Like, I mean, we, we look at folks like Andrew Gillum as a perfect example, right? Like his camp disappeared as soon as things hit the fan but you got those loyal people those folks that will ride with you that's always going to ride with you uh and and so respect comes and goes loyalty stays and so that's that's why i I rock loyalty all day long you have a pretty good argument i mean i i was hell-bent on respect initially um because i feel like it's one of those things respect is something that on a day-to-day basis sets the standard you know relationship friendship the respect is what makes it last loyalty is tested during the bad times so it's we've been friends for 20 plus 30 years you know we respect each other our loyalty is rarely ever tested right and so It's a tough question now. The more I think about it, because you want the people around you to love you, you know, um, and respect you. But I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any worse feeling than to look up and have nobody in your corner. When you think the people that are here to rock with you abandon you. That that that's that hurt. You know, now if they have no and never have a reason to abandon you, I think I'm gonna have to go with loyalty then. Because I think that's you've seen so many great people fall when they lose when the loyal people leave them. Yeah, your Mike Tysons of the world that as soon as he lost the folks that was keeping him. Hell, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But when I think about it, Loyalty is more about you. Respect is more about me. You're loyal because you're a loyal person. You respect me because of me, who I am. Like, if you're just loyal, you're just loyal. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm, God, that's a good question. Yeah. 
Because I, I mean, because in in life you want both, right? That's that that's what makes <laughs> yeah. it such a hard question. It's yeah. an either or when you really want both, right? You want to be respected because disrespect is is something that you're not gonna just kind of take and be like, okay, cool, yeah. I, I'm 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 cool with the disrespect. But at the same time, if you don't have the, that loyalty in your uh in your camp, like you, it's hard. It, it life is hard, but. For those folks that never, like you talked about, we've been friends thirty years, but we've never been tested, right? But if if you've never been tested, you don't that you don't even think that loyalty is a big deal because you you've never just been tested. Nobody their loyalty hasn't been tested. Uh, so, like for me, I've had those down times where loyalty really has been tested with friends and yeah, stuff like that yeah. and and so that's why it, it hits so much home, more for me uh, I can I can go I mean and, and let's let's be honest I'm I'm the nerdy geeky kid respect wouldn't never like something I'm like oh yeah I automatically got it anyway so I always had to fight for that respect and, and, and try to gain that respect anyway so it didn't come to me automatically um, but I, I still I'm rocking with the loyalty piece yeah I mean I love y'all because y'all are loyal like we've known each other and like I said the loyalty's never been tested and I'm not even saying never been tested because I mean we could have definitely went our separate ways years ago whatever the case may be and through we've been we've been in each other's corners when need be mm-hmm. you know when you thought other people would be there that's when you really you really see it so like you said respect is a nice to have at the end of the day and I, I think it depends on who you're asking that from as well it's hard to be in a relationship especially an intimate relationship with somebody who doesn't respect you you know being married without respect is tough it's not even disrespect it's just a lack of respect it's tough but you know, everybody loves you when you're winning. Everybody mm-hmm. loves a winner. Until you take them to Applebee's, then it's all over. <sighs> I saw that. <laughs> that video. Yeah, that, is, that's, that was... Yeah. Oh, my God. We're not even going to go there. Buff, what you got for us? Well, what say you? Uh, before I answer, what, what season of The Wire are you on, Ferg? Uh, I think I'm season three. I've had a lot going on. So I right, so I I'll use Game of Thrones. I use Game of Thrones then. Um I'm I'm gonna go with loyalty. And I'm gonna go with loyalty because in most cases I think uh with loyalty I think I think you can have respect without loyalty. I don't know if you can have loyalty without respect. And I think the respect is kind of built into the loyalty because Respect can be fleeting in some instances. Like you can unknowingly disrespect somebody. You may you may uh, go too far and tell a joke or something like that. Hey, mm-hmm. and, and if that's your homeboy, hey man, don't I don't appreciate that. Or you was offended by that? That's my fault. I didn't know. I thought we was having a good time. Didn't mean this. That's my bad, bro. You can you can kind of clean up uh, disrespect, betrayal, which is the opposite of loyalty to me. You can't really come back from that. I mean, you, you can, yeah. but it's, it's much, much more difficult, if not impossible, to come back from that. So, and I, I was going to use a wire example, but we'll go with Game of Thrones. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, as usual, we'll skip the next 20 seconds. But I think Cersei respected Ned Stark. I think she respected um, his son that they was going to war with. Mm-hmm. But she, she wasn't loyal to him. And it stopped them from getting murdered by her or, or Joffrey or whatever like that. So you can have respect for somebody that you plan on betraying. We've seen it in a lot of mob movies. A lot of times in those mob mob movies, they have respect for their rival, but that doesn't mean that they're not gonna try to take them out. Or in the corporate in the corporate world, I'm sure a lot of these CEOs when they're moving up, they respect somebody right before they step over. The- you know what I mean? And I think loyalty prevents you from doing a lot of that. So I'll go with, it's a question that stumps the guest all the time on Drink Champs, by the way, because like, I think Rozzy or maybe you've heard, you want both. You want both. 
But I think in most instances, if you have loyalty, nine times out of 10, you're going to have that person's respect. Final point, at your vow renewal, I kind of thought about this question uh, at your vow renewal, for because you kept stressing to us, the people that were in your wedding party, from me to your groomsmen, were all people that have been loyal to you and that you respect that you you leaned on them for one reason or another. So that okay, example is where you had both. And um just just something I wanted to think about, man. Cause it's not it's not the guests all the time on Dream Channels. You're you're right. You can come back from a disrespect because you never know what somebody's going through or whatever. But loyalty is loyalty. And I don't have to respect you to be loyal. Like I said, I can just be a loyal person. Like if I rock with you, like if we've been through enough together, I just I'm just a loyal person. You know, um when we were at war, you know, when we were in Afghanistan, I was loyal to the squad. Did I respect everybody? Nah. Man, that was a great question, Buff. I mean, I I can honestly say that in a perfect world, we want loyal I mean we want respect. But I think at the end of the day, we need the loyalty. The loyalty is what really gets you through. And so, like you said, uh, because of I've been blessed to have some loyal friends and family members that have helped me through thick and thin, including you two brothers. And uh, I don't know what I'd be without you without you. So, uh, oh, I'm going to say who's it on next It's on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy thing is we had a post last night so this is Thursday night there was a post last night about uh, remembering our childhood and the sounds the sounds of our childhood that that video had me rolling because I literally had a question very similar to that video so I forgot what I was doing or what I was saying but I think I was watching a video and it made me think. So my question to you guys is what are the things or or events from your childhood that you wish that your kids could experience that no longer is relevant today because of the lessons? You might not have learned the lesson then, but it was you see the value of it now or just the the the, the joy from those moments um, that we just no longer have a good example is movie night going to blockbuster night going to you know get in the car going to rent that movie and all that stuff so just that's just an example and what do those things teach you in the long run um, just sitting in the car for an hour and a half waiting on your mama to come back outside count uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was just me I don't know <laughs> I was going to say something similar here, pay, actually I'm about to run here pay some bills <laughs> roll the window down roll the window similar, down that's man, it yeah. and we didn't have iPads <laughs> we didn't have nothing yeah. you just in the car like you might take a nap <laughs> it's whatever even to the point where it, the best time is if you prep for it. like if you got in a car and y'all were going somewhere you might be able to get a book uh, the little the little handheld games or something like that but uh, when it's like they picked you up from school or something and you had no time to prep like we about to go we about to go to Gaffer's <laughs> we gotta go pay this card my bad it took them so long I never knew it took them so long though. No that's idea. the problem like they had that's... to like start shopping and stuff it's, it ain't no way <laughs> What else you got for us, Razi? Y'all can just jump in. It's it's not a one. I just it's open conversation on this one. Um, you you talked about the the blockbuster thing, but it's it's something to be said about like just tangible things, right? Like we used to go to the library and spend hours just in the library reading books, like looking for books and all of that. And, uh, you know, my kids, they, they have easy access to everything, right? We can, they want a book, they can go on, go Pebble, or, or I can't even remember what the little thing is um, for the school and basically download an ebook anytime they want to. I take mine to the library and, and they do enjoy it, 
but it's something about the ease of access state that they have today. It, it's it, the, the joy of finding and, and saying, oh, I want this book or I want this thing or I want to rent this video and maybe you can get it and maybe you can't. There, there's not, like that instant gratification that they get all the time. We didn't, we had to kind of defer gratification and, and, and toss toss a coin and be like maybe we'll find the, uh, the movie or not right and make decisions where they they always have access to it they can stream a movie at pretty much any time so there's not a oh I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this movie the only thing that they have today that's anywhere near that is oh it's not on a streaming service so we actually got to rent it right so we got to pay the three dollars or we go to the bootleg site one or the other but either way it goes that they're gonna get it probably versus us that we didn't know if we could get it. Yeah, it's 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 access and availability. Mm-hmm. You know, you brought up the library. Library. I remember if there was a book report, we had some kind of thing at John L. And everybody, the whole eleventh grade class, had to do a book report on whatever or a research paper on whatever. Probably that week. If it was doing Friday, that week at the Tomaville Library was live wire. <laughs> you brought your little change to make your photocopies of the you know, the cyclopedia, whatever you're doing, you know, to to you wrote as much as you could and copied the rest, cause you know, all y'all were ch- using the same book. You know, copy and now they can copy and paste stuff. You can do a whole freaking paper, copy and paste. Yeah, so I mean, Buff, you've been pretty quiet over there, bro. What, what you got for us? I know you had an enjoyable childhood. I, like I said, I, I kind of wanted to use what Rosie said, but I was gonna um, go with the aspect of I think it kind of, in some cases, it can kind of take away from a kid's imagination, like with 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 all, having all these things that they can just readily entertain themselves. You know, they don't have those opportunities where, you know, how we went somewhere, it was just you. And you you either were bored or you had to, like, come up with your own thoughts and ideas or, or games or whatever like that. They don't they don't have to do that. They have a phone, tablet, laptop. They just go right to it, play a game or whatever like that. So I, I, I think they're missing out on that. Um the other stuff you guys mentioned too, especially Blockbuster Night, man, that was something me and my mom did like at one point every every week. We would get like two movies. She picked one, I picked one. Uh, and we get like McDonald's, which was like a big thing because we didn't get McDonald's often. And just like eat and watch our movie together and just just be like that. But now, you know, your kids, they can, like Rosie said, they can pull it up on one of the streaming apps watch it so when you do call them down to say hey you want to watch this movie oh I already seen that oh I already watched the trailer for that so I want to see that you know they already know about it and stuff so there's mm-hmm. very little guessing and wondering with them yeah it, and they have too many options I mean you you kind of um, yes yes there's always something that can stimulate their mind. They have continuous access to stimulation. You know, it's um, video games, YouTube, YouTube, TikTok, whatever. And for us, I mean, it, it was what it was. It was it was fleeting moments of just non-creative bliss like you might be able to watch a movie you might be able to get a video game but there was a lot of downtime and you had to be creative with resourcefully creative and I say that because these guys are super creative they're they're this generation is just the things that they're imagining are just crazy but it's for us we just came up with stupid stuff to do you know we had there were so many different games B spice like we just we went around hit like we, we had nothing better to do than to find a way to hit each other we had to figure out ways in games and we just made we made stuff up all the time B spice yeah, yeah like you know 
they 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 have TikTok, you know, challenges and things like that because it's popular and they want views. We did stuff just because there was nothing else to do. Just nothing else to do. So my kids don't like commercials. My son finally understands that sometimes he has to watch a commercial depending on if we're paying for a service or not, you know? You know, he would get frustrated that that he was watching Paw Patrol and all of a sudden something else came on and what happened? But it was even in our best Saturday morning. He woke up early because there was a there was a very finite time that was dedicated to your entertainment. Mm-hmm. It might be from 730 to 1130, maybe 12, 12 o'clock. Guess what comes on on a Saturday? Westerns and Kung Fu movies. And you had to make a choice. That's what it was time to Are you going to sit here and watch Gunsmoke? You going to sit here and watch 17 yeah. Flying Fists over uh, Tokyo? <laughs> or you going to go outside? Because at this point, there's nothing else to entertain you <laughs> for the rest of the day. There's nothing geared or catered towards entertaining you. And you might have a video game, but because our parents were so that whole electronic craze are so new to them. You weren't staying in the house all day to play video games. You were staying in the house all day to watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Mm -hmm. and it taught, I think it taught us to appreciate the moments that were meant for us. And now I think these kids feel like every moment's meant for them. As soon as they beat a game, they want a new game. Hell, they might not even beat the game. You know, it's it's there's always something for them. I mean, it, it was just I don't know. I mean, I think it just taught us a little more gratitude. It humbled us a little more. Those just simple things. I mean, the joys of just going to it was an adventure if you went to Toys R Us. Like to see this. Yeah. If you went to KB Toys, shout out to Mobile. That was a big thing. My kids don't have to do that. They can literally get on YouTube and watch some millionaire kid play with every toy out there. Dude's a millionaire. But you know, I'll tell you, it, they still love going to Toys R Us and KB Toys, no Toys and the Toy Stores. It, it went, went before it shut down. I mean, they, they, the kids loved it, and and like my kids cried when she, when they it shut down. Like, I was sad. I had been there in years, but just the, the thought of my kids not you my, my, me wanting my kids to experience those things. Mm-hmm. You know those joys that I that I the held an era. Yeah, I, I held so close to. Um, I, I don't know, and maybe because we were broke and everybody else was doing these things, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, my our kids aren't gonna know a lot of the struggles that we know, or not even the struggles. It's just the I'm not gonna call it a struggle. The limitations. My kids have no idea of how much anything costs, and really don't care. All they know is what they want for Christmas. But did we? <laughs> Back then, at that I was age, al- I was always mindful, dude. I just I didn't like asking. You know, I knew I couldn't get the most expensive thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I knew we didn't have it. Yeah, but you know, when you believe in Santa Claus, I mean, you gonna ask for the moon and and get what you get. I know Santa had a budget or something. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, you you know you know my take on that. That's why I you know Santa only brings the the cheap toys. Or not the cheap toys, but like the the inexpensive toys. Everything else comes from me. You gonna know? I I, I pay for that. So, yo, good question, man. I, our parents used to our parents used to push us to go outside and then complain, telling us we smelled like outside when we came in. Like, that's what you told yeah. me to go do. <laughs> now you complain, but, and we couldn't smell it. That was the funniest part about it. But now, as an adult, ooh, we smell it, I, <laughs> yeah. and we played yeah. so hard though. Yes. Like I, I, I was and, thinking, and outside definitely has a smell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I remember. So I grew up. You know, I grew up in Dallas, and 
when I was first grade, maybe in kindergarten, I stayed in apartments and I used to walk from my apartment to the bus stop, which was at the front of the apartment complex. It's not far, but I wouldn't dare have my kids walk through that now. Like, you know how many houses or apartments I had to pass? Like in today's world, you got to think about that. Like in today, are, do we feel comfortable enough to let our kids walk through a random apartment complex in the morning by themselves passing maybe a hundred apartments? How easy is it for somebody to grab our kids? My kids can't walk to, when they get in the car in the morning, they can't walk outside by themselves before, I, you know, like, hey, I'm going to open the garage. Y'all stay right there. Go to the front of the garage. It's the freedom of just irresponsible parents. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we could go out when I was seven, eight, I could leave the house at noon and if I didn't if I didn't get hungry, I didn't have to, I I could be gone for six, seven hours. (laughs) Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it was two hours. In my mind, it was, you know, I'd come in and get some water, peeing outside. You know, uh, I didn't even come with water. I can go get out of fire. I might come get a snack or whatever. But let Byron and Mama fix a snack, and I don't got a reason to go home. <laughs> you know, by 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 dust, Maggie might come out there and you know be looking like Tavares. I just saw your mama. All right, let me go over there. And you just had this internal clock that you knew it was time to go home because it got too. It got dark, dark. You might as well stay out. <laughs> can your yeah. kids go out like that today? <laughs> I, I try. I want my kids to. Man, I t- let them. Um, I let them go out front. Like, but you know, I the walk yard. in in the yard, in the front yard, like the street right in front of me. Um, I'm I'm slowly getting to the point <clears throat> where I'll let them go in the neighborhood, like so they can walk up the street. They got a friend that's like two two or three houses up the street. I'll let them walk up to the that house. Um, but that that's about as far as I'll let them go right now. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to get them there. I'm really trying to get them there it, to where they feel comfortable. And you got to think, I, I I got a pack. So, you know, Reagan stays here after school between Reagan, Ollie, and Sophie. It's three of them. I'm like, y'all y'all go. Y'all got each other back. Just watch each other. So, yeah. you know. All of them are older than my oldest. Yeah, that that too. Yeah. So, so you're, you'll get there eventually. All right, fellas. Let's go ahead and close on out there. Uh well I got my question actually I thought uh, you did your question I was gonna say yeah Roger got one no I haven't done oh. mine so Buff you t- you talked about drink champs earlier and and how we kind of writing them off a, a little bit from from if if you guys don't know the <laughs> listeners don't know um they invited Kanye West on again and Nori um let Kanye West be Kanye West. And, and say all kind of crazy stuff uh, didn't challenge them or whatever and so what I wanted to ask you guys is based on that Nori kind of said that I'm not a journalist right I, I don't have that journalistic kind of integrity that I have to keep up and all of that that's not really my job um, you know we, we smoke a blunt we drink and we just chop it up or whatever and I wanted to ask you fellas as podcasters that are kind of growing, I mean, we got commercials now, so you know we we big enough to have commercials, uh, big time. But um, as as podcasters, uh, uh, but not as journalists, do or should we kind of uphold some type of journalistic integrity? And is it okay for like podcasters to kind of hide behind that I'm a just a podcaster thing to give folks like Kanye? A, a, a voice or a platform to spout this craziness that they do uh, or is it you know uh, freedom of speech and we should let everybody and we should let everybody have a platform and, and let let it kind of go um, I just wanted your thoughts on that because it, it's it's getting to the point where everybody has a platform and, and this craziness is happening and that's kind of degrading us as a society so probably a little loftier question than we're normally used to but um i I wanted to kind of get it out there well one of the things is he actually did say he was a journalist at one point uh while saying all the other stuff you said that he's not responsible this that another he's like 
when I'm a journalist and he kind of got checked on that. And my biggest issue with Nori was him bragging about the amount of listens he had at first and he had more listens than the NFL games. And then once that lawsuit came, he walked it back. With that said, um, I, I will stand by the fact that only journalists have an official, I'll call it an official responsibility to, you know, check their guests, fact check them on the spot when they can, and, you know, editorially decide whether or not to put that said interview out there or not. Versus podcasters, they don't have that responsibility, but you kind of do. And Facebook and Twitter have kind of set that precedent when um, dealing with Trump and dealing with all of the, the fake news that was coming out uh, from like, you know, Russia infiltrating with their bots and putting fake news out there. They have a system now that says, hey, this article isn't true or they'll let you tweet it. But right under their tweet, they'll say this has been proven to be untrue. And things like that. So officially, and, and we all know podcasters, it's the new rap game. Like everybody has a podcast now. So with that said, you're not going to get um, journalistic style type of um, subject matter um, interviews and things like that. So it's on you as a listener to know the expertise of the podcast that you listen to. And for the podcaster themselves, to go back to your original question, it's not officially on them, but you do want to be careful because you can hang yourself out there to be in a situation like Ye is right now, even though he wasn't the podcaster, he was the guest, but he says something that drew the ire of the George Floyd, George Floyd family, and now they're suing him for $250 million. So you can be as reckless as you like, but just like with everything else, Actions have consequences sometimes. And so if you want to just hide behind the fact that you're just a podcaster and say and do whatever you want, just know there's a chance you can go too far and there can be some repercussions. So I would just encourage all podcasters to be as careful as they can. We make posts sometimes that we've made a couple of posts that I've gotten wrong. I do most of the posts for Three Brothers No Sense. I've gotten a couple wrong people in inboxes like, hey, that's not true. And I, I feel bad about it. And I change it as fast as I can. Uh, but you do get caught up in trying to post things quickly without thoroughly reading something. And that's when you can kind of hide behind the whole, well, look, I'm just a podcaster. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a whole news crew behind me. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so just be reasonable yeah. with what you put out there. Yeah, nah. Um, if you're not an information-based entity, like with Trump, people were going for to these places for the news and the truth. Most, po- if you're not a podcast or something that is considered informational, but everything we say is opinionated. This conversation right now is opinionated. We can piss. We might have journalists mad at us because we're giving our opinion on what the hell they should be doing. <laughs> it's it's essentially like an op. Yeah, we have like, had journalists we, mad at us. Yeah, because we. <laughs> yeah, are, my we, question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it's 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 completely. It's about you and how you carry yourself. So if, if Ye was on our show and he went off on that, he has the right to have his opinion on something that is completely not based in fact. You know, that's he's no different from coming on here as a flat earther. If we're not saying that um, we're here, get your latest news and updates and all this stuff, and we're, we're, we're putting out... I don't think you're you have the same obligation to to do that. Now, as grown men, grown black men who definitely different opinion to what Kanye said, we like to live in fact based world on a lot of stuff. 
you know, when there's slander and stuff like that. Yeah, we would. I think <laughs> we would all probably say something, but at the same time, we invite guests on our show to express how they feel about something. So we can differ in opinion, we can disagree, but do you, unless you just got to the point where Rozzy as a person, Buff as a person, Ferg as a person, like, nah, dog, that's bullshit. You can, you can step. Now, that's just who we are, right? That's not our obligation. That's just how we just roll. That's like, you know, dog, that's, you can't do that. Like, you're not going to come over here disrespecting certain people. You're not, that's just because how we're built. If we said, you know what, dude? Hey, you, we invited you on our show. You have the right to say what you want to say. I think that's effed up. I can't even believe you said that as a black man in America. But hey, it's on you. Do we, you know, because where do we draw the line? We can draw the line on one of the women coming on here talking about the problems that women have. And because we're offended as men, we, 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 we nix her. You know, if it's based in fact, based in opinion, whatever the case may be, at what point do we stop censoring people? Now, um, should should drink champs be at fault or you know liable? I don't think so. If they're not setting themselves up to be an information source, like come here for your latest information. And if you're getting your news and your updates from Three Brothers No Sense, I'm going to tell you right now, go someplace else. <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> but I mean, it's on a listener. Like, are we at fault? There, there's, there's a group of people that might be taking our word as law. You know? Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's definitely. That's why I wanted to ask the question, though, because I'm torn. I'm, I'm really torn about it because I, I see your side of it, Ferg, and I see your side, Byron. Like, I want to give the. I, I, I wouldn't give Kanye our platform, right? I wouldn't bring him on our show um, because, like you said, that's just us that I disagree with him so badly. But Kanye, if you want to come on the show, come on on because I, hey, I, I, we need those listens like Nori, um, and then we'll just disagree with you on the on there. Like Fari said, we'll be like, I don't know about that, Kanye, but uh, you know, we'll do that. Well, but, yeah, yeah. If if we had him on, we wouldn't let a lot of that stuff slide. That he said. Yeah, that that's that's the difference there. I I think that's the problem that I have with Nori and and everybody else is just one hundred percent letting it slide, not questioning it, not elaborating, not. You know, when it's common knowledge stuff and saying, hey, that's not really what happened or that's not how that works. Right. We do it all the time with everybody that we come on or we disagree with or whatever. I mean, or or we can elaborate on like if we know something, um, then we're going to kind of voice that. And and that's that's what I, I, I do think podcasters have some responsibility to be able to say. And, and not just let people just speak all out in left field if it's common knowledge that that is just not right. At least question it to the point where, where did you get those facts? Can you give us some, you know, uh, tell us where? Because common knowledge says this, right? Like, make sure that, that people understand that that's not the common you know, a commonly accepted um, v- version of whatever they're saying. Um, I, I think there is some responsibility there for any podcaster that's putting themselves up to be a platform for somebody to, to talk to because they have that the responsibility to their listeners. That's really what I, I think is if you are going to be that source for folks to come and listen to your voice and listen to what you're saying, you have that responsibility to at least keep them grounded in some type of fact, unless you, you put that disclaimer that this is not fact. This is all opinion. Uh, yeah. This, but it's, 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 this is for entertainment purposes. If you go to your news, go to Drink Champs for your news. That's 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 worse than going to Three Brothers. Like, yeah, this dude is high they're and drunk. Smoking the whole show. They get they they, yeah, yeah. Like, so my thing is, what do you expect? It's almost what do you expect from grown men who kind of live by 
their own. They're literally smoking and drinking in front of everybody. <laughs> so it's caution is thrown to the wind. Like it's it's it is what it is. There's we censor ourselves because we all got it. We all work a nine to five. These guys <laughs> don't work a traditional nine to five. What would we say if we were single and didn't work a nine to five? True. Like, how True. different would our show be? We say, you know, it's the fact that we have to figure out what the hell we're going to say. They don't have that. And that you look at your source. I, I, I just think we're we're so quick to want to censor and shame. First of all, Kanye, your comment was stupid. So I will say that stupid and sensitive, whatever. I just I can't even believe that was said. But it 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 people are never happy. People are never happy. You know, so I I, I wanna say this too. Uh Fox News has done a, a wonderful job in blurring the lines of opinions and journalism to the point to where they had to come out and like literally break down their hour by hour programming. By saying, hey, our morning shows, that's opinionated. Our 9 p.m. Eastern shows, that's that's the journalism. But even the journalism there got infected because they played this sick game to where they would have their opinion hosts say, you know, is Obama a Muslim? Hmm. And by the time it gets to the nighttime show, the journalists would say, well, some people are asking the question, is Obama a Muslim? Yeah, your people, motherfucker. <laughs> so they did a good job with like blurring it to where now people are so used to hearing opinion and considering it news. And so that's why, you know, podcasters are able to get away with being a so-called informative podcast, even though they're not necessarily spitting any facts. I think on this show, we do a good job. We almost reference every answer we give on this show with in my opinion or I think or to the best you know like we put that out there almost before every answer but not everybody does that mm-hmm. or if we are spitting facts or whatever we'll give a resource or we'll say you know and, and sometimes it is my expert opinion right my I know this because I work at the Capitol. I see it every day. I'm in law enforcement. I'm in the military. Like I, I've, I've done those things and I can actually talk from experience or knowledge on it. So some of the things that we do speak facts on, we're quoted as facts. And so, and, and like you said, I think we do a really good job of saying based on this versus, or my opinion is that. So yeah, I, I agree. Pat on the back three brothers. Yeah. Well, based <laughs> on my expert opinion, the show is coming to an end. So um, yes. let's go ahead and close it out, fellas. Great show. I had a blast. Who wants to go first? Uh, I, I'll go. We started out talking about um, the midterms. I can't remember if that was uh, recorded or if we talked about it offline. But either way, I have OD'd on debates. I've been like a political nerd the last two days, last three days. Like I've watched Ferg. I watched your gubernatorial debate between your governor and Beto. I watched uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene debate um, her opponent sent uh, the Lieutenant Governor Mandela versus Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. I've watched like maybe six debates. The one in Florida, Stacey Abrams Oklahoma. and Kemp. Haven't watched that one, but I did watch Ohio when uh, I think Tim Ryan called TD Vance a, a kisser. Uh, so I just I said, I said all that to say that um, midterms are coming. Uh, early voting has begun in a lot of states. Um, we always hear that this is the most important election. We, we always hear. I get it. It's it's an overused line. So I won't say that. Here's what I'll say. We saw what the former president attempted to do and the lengths that he attempted to do it with the 2020 election to where he literally tried to steal it. And I don't mean like, like literally tried to steal an election, steal it. So 
and in break that, in your house Darryl- and steal it. Like, yes, I don't yes. think people understand. Like this dude, it was breaking yeah, and entering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like on paper he tried to steal it. This dude literally like, like, got a trust. Like he, didn't even de- he wasn't trying to debo it like on Friday. He wasn't like trying to like he was trying to like sneak and just steal it and, and say what I I ain't take it. What not me? Uh, but in our, in our don't opinion. think that's over <laughs> because. They have been putting people in place in these different states that, you know, two or four years from now, if they're in place, they may uphold a person that's willing to steal an election. We may not have secretary of states like the one in Georgia or the one in Arizona that's willing to stand up to a president and say, no, I'm not doing that. This is the count. The count is where it is. So not going to say it's the most important election of our lives, but just know if you care about integrity of elections. If you care about voting, then you will get out there and cast your ballot and put who you think are the right people in these positions. It's not just presidents and senates and, and house uh, people that you got to worry about. You got to worry about your state electors, your governors, and all of those people like that. So get out there and vote. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep, definitely. Um, all I got, man, is this is the last time that you guys will hear me talk about um, shopping style because it will be happening on the 30th. So uh, this is the last episode you guys will hear me talk about it. But definitely, definitely, definitely go out, grab your tickets. Um, if not, if you can't uh, make it, we'll definitely be sharing the silent auction link. Uh, so you can always go on there and participate in the silent auction, even if you don't attend the event. Uh, or, or, or watch it virtually uh, but it's going to be a great event uh, there's some awesome stuff in the silent auction um, we were just talking about this Bali trip I'm trying to uh, get eight people so we can go in on it so yes we have a trip to Bali in the uh, silent auction uh, there is a signed glove by Mike Tyson there is uh, we've got Michael Jordan and uh, Tiger Woods signed uh, things we got a Kobe signed um uh, like 3D um, mural on there. There is uh, some cool sunglasses. We got a Telfar bag. Anybody, ladies, if you know how hard it is to get one of those bags, uh, we have one of those on there. So it the silent auction is going to be dope as I don't know what. So make sure uh, if you can't attend the event, then you come to the silent auction and, and participate in that. Uh, get, get you some good stuff. Um, but with that, man, that's all I got. Make sure you post a link to the auction and uh, let people be able to buy tickets if you can't participate you can buy a ticket yeah okay um my segue to this is actually perfect uh who asked a question about loyalty or respect earlier and was that you buff, buff well you're, yeah. you're you're two for two yeah so we were the way you closed talking about the midterms and the way you talked about loyalty and respect and whoever brought up Herschel Walker earlier as well that is a proven Herschel Walker proves that I guess it, there's no question loyalty is better than respect because the Republicans I can tell you they do not respect that guy but they are loyal to the party and I know how we always say we're not telling you who to vote for. We're not telling you should vote Democrat. We want to take the high ground. Buff just said, go go out there and vote, vote for the best candidate. <sighs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but don't do that. Shit. Go get your go, go, go to the polls, close your eyes and vote Democrat. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Because, I mean, we have to learn how to play the game. The Republicans have shown us that for the last few elections is not about respect. And that's how they continue to win. Their people are loyal to the party and we're not as loyal. You know, we we might stray. We might split our vote. We might not vote because guess what? We don't respect the candidate. We don't respect the election and we lose. So you'll never hear me say this, 
ever again. But go out there, be loyal to the Democratic Party, go waste your vote. So I'm not saying you're always gonna make the, the best choice, but in the in, in the grand scheme of things, the stakes are too high to let them gain any ground. Not because there's all Republicans are bad. It's because when it comes to the long game, like Buff said, there's things that can be in place where you need somebody who's going to stand up and not fall for the shenanigans that another Trump or whoever might pull. In my opinion, the Francis. The Francis. Yes. So this is Three Brothers No Sense signing out. Six Rules of Podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, vote Democrat, and most importantly, listen again. (laughs) 